Hi, I'm Mary Beth, and this is my mom. Hi, I'm Katie. For practical motherly wisdom, I don't know, ask my mom. As a disclaimer, I want to remind you guys that we are not doctors or nutritionists, so please consult your doctors before making any changes to your lifestyle and or your diet. We offer knowledge based off of our experiences, and just because it works for us does not mean it's what you need to do for your body and your health. Please do your own research and listen to your body. All right, get ready, buckle up. Today's episode, we're discussing detoxing in depth. And I want to preface this by saying that my mom and I have both learned a lot in our health journeys, especially over the past 12 to 15 years, as we both have intentionally taken responsibility to learn about alternative means of health, focusing on lifestyle, nutrition, and understanding the beautiful ways our bodies are capable of healing. That said, my mom has survived stage four metastatic breast cancer and has been a major motivation to me to take ownership over my health and do whatever I can to learn about how my choices around food, exercise, and lifestyle affect my overall health. I encourage you to do your own research as well and listen to your body. We are going to address many means of detoxing today in a foundational fashion, and we're providing links to supportive research for everything we're discussing. So please, please, please refer to those links that we have in the description and consult your care provider before implementing any of these changes. Also, if you have any questions or thoughts, we would love to hear from you guys. So please email us at idkaskmymomkt at gmail.com. Hello, and welcome to today's episode of, I don't know, Ask My Mom. I'm here with my mom in Southern California. And today we have a really good question from a listener that I'm going to dive right into. So this person asks, how do you detox your body? I recently have been feeling really groggy and like my body is not digesting food very well. And also I have so much brain fog that I feel like I'm not operating at my full capacity daily. And a friend mentioned to me that I should try detoxing, but I don't even know where to begin. Please help. Yeah, she probably starts the day with a cup of coffee to get through that <laughs> brain fog, right? Oh, yeah, I'm Many sure. Of us do that. I mean, I've definitely had seasons in my life where I've felt all of those things. Right. And it is really not fun to feel like you're operating at, like, a low capacity when, you know, you got a lot to do in the day. Right, um, she's probably not sleeping well either. And Yeah, I mean, I think you and I, in our health journeys, one thing that we've taken away from the things that we've learned is that health is um it's not just your diet it's not just your mental it's like the mental the physical the emotional all together and looking at all of those areas of your life and um something if you guys know Dr. Gerson from the Gerson therapy um Dr. Gerson says that uh autoimmune diseases are caused by toxicity and deficiency. So if you think about that with our American diets of different toxins that we take in through the environment, through our home, through our cosmetics, through all of those things, and then what we're eating, 
you know, if we're not getting the nutrients that we need, and then we're also full of toxins, we're just like a breeding ground for autoimmune diseases. But then you can also apply that all like metaphorically, I think, to like mental, emotional, and emotional, spiritual. Yes, absolutely. And there's different levels of detoxing there's mm-hmm. some things that we should do every single day mm-hmm. and then there are major things that need to be done when we're extra sick yeah and that or you need to jump start yourself and just get ahead of what's been built up um, mm-hmm. I actually worked as a colon hydrotherapist for a couple of years <gasps> and that is extreme detoxing and oh, yet yeah. we saw people come in that were very sick mm-hmm. and yet really reach a level of health and healing that they couldn't have gotten to any other way yeah. because their body just wouldn't heal any further until they got the toxicity out of their body. Yeah. So I think that's interesting. A lot of people, I think our society does not have much focus on detoxing, like even different cultures that live here in America. I have friends that are, uh, you know, Asian descent and they um, just have different patterns in their life of the way that they live, like even going to a sauna or like things that are... And the body scrubbing. Yeah, yeah, um, that are Yeah, because our skin is our largest organ and we need to keep it clean to be Mm -hmm. able to detox well. Yeah. So I think we could maybe start with thinking about what are toxins first and then understanding what how they enter our body and then some ways on the daily and then like more on the monthly that you can do to detox. So what are toxins? So we've got ones that are in our environment that come in. So like the air we breathe, the water we drink, the, um, you know, the different area that we live in. Are you in a city? Are you on a farm? Are you those kinds of toxins? You've got the ones you take into your body. Mm-hmm. So like foods, um, cosmetics that you put on your body. Uh, and then also there are toxins that are passed down. Right. From generation. Yeah. Right. Every newborn is born with a load of toxins that mm. came from their uh, ancestors. Which is, that's fascinating in and of itself of like, yeah, how can you be healthy? And then uh, healthy thinking that that impacts your baby. Right. Well, haven't we talked about that before? How your eggs or the egg that created you was created in your grandmother. Whoa. Wait, 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 wait. You got to explain that. Right. So in my grandmother. Okay. Oh, I don't know if I can do this right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, Yeah, how does that make sense? The egg that created you is in your grandmother? Right, right. So her eggs were in her ovaries. Oh, that made your mom? Yes. And then your mom Mom made me. Yeah. Yes. Wow. So what she did and what she experienced, like if she was in Chernobyl, for instance. Right. And survived. Mm -hmm. So my my maternal grandmother was very obese. and was an insulin-dependent diabetic. And that's why, probably why I, you know, really have to be on top of my weight all the time where I can just balloon up so quickly. And um, also, uh, I have my blood work checked, my A1C3, every three months. Hmm. And I'm usually just... I'm right below the level of being pre-diabetic, mm. and that over the last year, every test has been down one tenth of a point wow. each time. Good job. So I'm yeah, I'm getting better, and 
Well, you've been making a lot of dietary changes. Correct. So, well, and that's what we want to get into. So, okay, so we've got kind of, like, what are toxins. Right. And um, I guess the other thing, too, is thinking of, like, how they enter the body and what they do. Right. So, how they enter, we could think about um, cosmetics. Right. Um, so, you know, if you're a good rule of thumb with anything that you're using in your home or on your body or that you're ingesting is know what's in it. Yes, like, if you can't pronounce it, find out why you're putting it on your body. <laughs> yeah, you should and be Google able to it, eat it. You know, Somebody find, said that. If oh. you are going to put something on your body, you should be able to eat it also. Wow. I mean, yeah, would you eat your foundation? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> There's so many things that people put on their skin. I mean, I grew up kind of not really thinking as much about this, and in my late teenage years, I became way more concerned about what I was putting on my body, and I try to find the most clean products possible, you know, whether it's just one ingredient, like coconut oil, right? or, yeah, really clean makeups, um, sunscreen. Mascaras. Mascaras, they're horrible. And to think that you're putting it right near your eye, it's like, it's hard to do in every area, uh, but But do the best. (laughs) Yeah, do the best that you can. And also thinking of, you know, look under your kitchen sink of what cleaning products that you have. Thankfully, nowadays, there are better options, but I've found myself being wooed by the label that says, you know, clean, all natural, but you have to get in the practice, I have to get in the practice of reading the ingredients. Right. Because even if it says clean and natural, is there a fragrance in it? Read the ingredients. Toiletry products. Yeah. All kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah. And and as women, you can think even of, you know, our menstrual pads or tampons. Oh, yeah, tampons or you're shoving up there. <laughs> Some of those are pretty toxic. Yeah. they Thankfully, nowadays, you can get 100% organic mm-hmm. cotton right. ones. And there are definitely other options of, like, right. you know, and the Diva, Diva Cup. Cup. And I have used one of those for a little while. That's yeah. a different story. But yes, yes. anyway, so there's those ways that toxins can come in also through different medicines that you take or then even your diet the foods that you eat are they even if you're eating like a lot of fruits and vegetables are they organic or are they not are you getting in lots of herbicides and pesticides packaged foods are full of stuff yeah Yeah. are you getting processed food that really is void of nutrients and not only is it void of those nutrients but it's also then adding toxins so it's like a double whammy of you know added chemicals hormones additives that really are filling your body with toxins right I often ask a mom that's going to bottle feed Mm -hmm. um, to read the ingredients Mm -hmm. on the formula that she's going to choose for her baby Mm -hmm. and a lot of our European made formulas are a whole lot better Mm -hmm. than our American made and up until a few years ago, one of the first ingredients was high corn. High fructose corn syrup? Thank you. Oh, my goodness. Right. So now... In baby formula. Yes. As and the main soy ingredient. and whey. Wow. Right. Well, and then there's about 40 chemicals oh. that you can't... That, and most of them end in toast. Oos. Wow. So it's fructose. sugar. Yeah, 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 yeah. So recently, in the last couple of years, they've taken the high fructose corn syrup name off, but oh. they've added about five or six others that are the same thing, but wow. they've just changed what they're calling it wow. because parents are becoming more aware of that. But soy is something that was never even, it shouldn't even 
be a food product. Well, in, in America, the farming of corn, soy, and wheat, there are so many things that they do to it that hinder those crops from being full, robust, nutritious plants that are healthy for our bodies. Number one, they don't do proper crop rotating. If the soil is not a nutrient-dense soil, you're not going to get a nutrient-dense plant. And they're pumping these out and just instead of normally giving the crop time to rest and be restored nutrient-wise, they're just continuing to plant and instead of having the soil be rich, then they have additives that they add to the plant that are, you know, that's where the GMOs come in. And yeah, so then you're getting corn, wheat, and soy that are chemically laden, filled with hormones and additives to look look good. And those three things are in a lot of our processed foods. Yeah. And they are also full of, what is it, dioxin? Dioxin, which causes infertility. That's so crazy. And what is the biggest problem our young people have right now? Yeah. Infertility. Well, like if you think of the American diet, I mean, soy is in so many things. There's a big push to become uh, vegan or vegetarian these days. And people are doing it for any myriad of reasons. And I encourage anyone who's making any dietary changes to do the research on truly what it is that you're eating. Because you can Mm -hmm. be a healthy vegan or you can be a very unhealthy vegan. Mm -hmm. And a lot of those meat imitation items are filled with soy. And then if you go to that soy product, then the soy itself is not nutritious. So the, the point here is to know what you're eating, know what you're filling your body with, you can go to a store and buy vitamins and take them and that's a whole nother thing of whether they're really of good quality or you can look at your food and look at an apple and see the list of all right. the dozens let's, of let your food be your vitamins. medicine yeah there's just so many good superfoods out there that are so nutritious okay let's talk about how these toxins affect our body like even this Mm -hmm. listener how she's saying she's got brain fog she's very groggy and she's not digesting her food very well i mean those are all symptoms of Mm -hmm. having a toxic load sometimes if your food just makes you feel yucky yeah it's like okay so i'm in southern california what does Mm -hmm. southern california have that we don't have in washington they have in and out burger. Oh, yes. <laughs> so we have, we have driven by there a few times, and I have been tempted thinking, hmm, I could go get an in and out burger. And yeah. We even talked about the different names that they call the protein burger. Oh, yeah, style. protein style, animal style. Animal, that's yeah, it, yeah. right. And then I thought back at the last time I was in an in and out, even the smell of the oil mm. just kind of made me feel sick to my stomach. Mm. But I, I pushed myself and I went ahead because I, I thought this was <laughs> going to be a really good experience. And I went Aww. ahead and I got the double double protein, animal style, yeah. and the chocolate shake Ooh. and the fries. And I, I didn't eat all of it, but mm. um, I think I had some uh, gastrointestinal. Yeah! 
whole <laughs> bubbling going on shortly thereafter, and, oh and it, it was not a good feeling. Yeah. And so I'm I'm skipping that this trip. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good not got, not going to do that. So um, you got to think about how these if the food's making you feel that way, what long term is it doing to your body that's a good point point. and a lot of people have the approach of like well i'd rather just enjoy my food and if it makes me feel sick well whatever i'd rather enjoy food i would challenge that thought i think it's possible to enjoy healthy foods if you're eating Absolutely. good quality and i'm raw vegan and i've been that way for many years i've been vegan in general for how many years now 13 and there's so much pleasure, so much enjoyment in good, healthy fruits and vegetables. It's good to note, you know, if you don't feel good and you want to feel better, well, there are options. There's things that you can do. I know. And so in my conversation in my head about the In-N-Out Burger, Mm -hmm. I thought about how long would I really enjoy this? (laughs) You know, maybe, maybe five minutes, 10 if I really stretched it out, but you've got to eat that stuff hot. Once those fries get cool, they're not good. (laughs) <laughs> and so it's probably more like five minutes, and I'm thinking five minutes enjoyment for at least an afternoon or maybe mm. a whole day of feeling sick to my stomach. Mm-hmm. No, not yeah. worth it. No. no. And sometimes being around foods that like fresh bread or maybe foods that you don't eat, there is there are other ways to enjoy food rather than just eating it. The whole experience of being in a restaurant or in a home where food is being made, just Mm. because it's there doesn't mean you have to eat it, but you can smell it, you can look at it, you could even make it. There are just different ways of enjoying it other than simply eating it. Right, when we went to the rooftop yesterday and they were frying some meat on the grill or whatever, and it smelled very good. It's really, it was just delightful, it was enjoyable. Yeah, and scent like that brings up memories and, you know, there there is a lot of good, even if you're not going to eat it, there's a lot of fun to be had in experiencing food. But also, a mantra that I've been telling myself this past year is nothing tastes as good as healthy feels That's so good. like you're saying with the in and out that will make me feel unhealthy and the butterfly effect of the rest of the day and then yes. t- tomorrow and how that's going to make me feel in the long run versus eating something healthy you know the cost outweighs the benefit right okay so we've talked about toxins what about what they do in your body we talked about some of the small more common symptoms like this listener mentioned but then there are really extreme ones depression anxiety memory memory loss loss, problems with sleeping lack of focus like this person was saying aggression that's an interesting one right yeah autism Alzheimer's, dementia. So, I mean, all these are things that pretty sure none of us want. (laughs) Right. So, oh, and even inflammation. I just think of when I used to eat sugar and wheat and how I felt like every cell in my body was just like full of of liquid and I just felt puffy and gross and Mm -hmm. yeah, foggy. That was a, a good we have described right. it. So, and, you know, without a regular detox um, yeah. regimen. Thank you. Uh, you knew I was going to stumble <laughs> over that word. <laughs> I think it's our words I, I stumble over. Anyways, um, with that, that you really begin to deteriorate into yeah. being an old person. Mm. I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, no. So what are things that we could do on the daily 
and then maybe some more extreme things. Right. So, well, let's just start first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. First thing in the morning, out of bed. Yeah. Go you know, use the restroom and yeah. brush your teeth. <laughs> yeah. And why is that important? So, like, I mean, you have that morning breath. Well, that morning breath is it's all of the toxins throughout the night of your body as it's resting, restoring, digesting. All those toxins just resting in your mouth, like the. You want to, yeah, brush your teeth, get that out first thing before you drink or eat anything. Right. So that brings up toothpaste. Uh, yeah. You don't want to use toxic toothpaste. Yeah. So if it's got a green or a red stripe on it or a blue stripe, <laughs> read the ingredients. Right. And so. there are a lot of clean options out there. Right. Just stay off of the main toothpaste aisle. Yeah. Just go over to the natural food section. Yeah. Um, And if you need to understand what those different ingredients are, look it up online, research it. Well, the fact that there's a a warning label on there and a number for the Poison Control Center, uh, you know, it says do not swallow. And all of you that have children or have had children, you know that teaching a child to brush their teeth, the first thing they do is swallow it all. Mm. So be very careful Mm -hmm. in the type of toothpaste that you teach a child to brush their teeth with. Mm -hmm. Oh, and if you need something fun, the uh, activated charcoal with a little kid, that's that's a fun fun one. If you have it in a capsule, form the like coconut activated charcoal you can pop open the capsule put your toothbrush in it brush your teeth your teeth are all black but it actually does really brighten them and really a really clean feeling right and it's Um, fun for kids to oh yeah (laughs) get all the black totally so okay so that's first thing and then right after that i'd say hydration is key so drinking a lot of good clean water, making sure that you're getting enough, mm-hmm. which we've talked about it in another podcast, but we can link it here to know how much. Right. So the simple be would be before you've gone to bed, put a, a quart of water on the kitchen counter. So in the morning you can have oh. room temperature water to drink. The more extreme of that would be to squeeze the juice of a lemon in that and then mm. drink it. And the lemon like alkalizes the water and room temperature is just easier for your body to quickly absorb. I also think of, you know, around the time of like taking a shower, um, something I do, I don't honestly do it every day, but I try to do it as often as I can, dry brushing. Have you done that? I have, definitely. It feels so good and you can really easily, like I look on YouTube, for a dry brushing massage and you can do it you know a quick one in five minutes you can do it longer for 20 minutes but um it's basically finding your lymph nodes and again we'll put a link uh to a good video on this and just stimulating those lymph nodes to get moving to help your body drain yeah yeah another way to do that is to jump on a trampoline uh, Mm -hmm. for five or ten minutes and it's often i'll do that when i am uh drying my husband's shirts so I put them in the dryer just for like five or ten minutes and let them uh, just lightly dry and then I hang them up wet a little bit and so we used to have a trampoline that I would jump on but now I have I call it a jiggle machine it's a vibrating plate (laughs) and so I do the ten minute vibrating and that totally gets your lymphatic system it reminds me of when you were getting it this was back uh, several months ago I remember we were at the store getting a different product and we're talking to this woman who she looks very 
innocent, we'll say. Yes. And just rosy-cheeked, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, <laughs> sweet, sweet, tender lady. And my mom, so excited, is just like beaming with excitement because I guess the shipment just arrived or something and she goes she leans over to this woman and she's like guess what I just got and the woman's like what and she goes a vibrator and I was like mom no I didn't even no, realize until I no. left what she must have been I thinking. Know. Oh, she good was Lord. like, she turned like three shades of purple. But I was like, no, you gotta call it a vibrating machine. Yes, and a vibrating plate. That, yeah, that's why I start calling yeah. it the jiggle machine. <laughs> well, I did that with my grandson. He really likes it. They, in fact, they all do. Um, yeah, yeah. He was, he was like too. scared at first. It was, right. it was like moving too fast for him. Right. Oh, now but, he knows the speed button, oh. and he likes to just turn it way up high. Oh. Oh, it's so fun. But yeah, yes. okay, so these methods that we're talking about, I'm just thinking and realizing even um, the other one would be sweating. So yes. like the sauna. Yes. These are for lymphatic drainage. So, right. Um, oh, an important thing on the sauna. So we have a yeah. far infrared sauna, but almost all gyms have them. Yeah. Uh, most people can find a sauna somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, and, and be able to sauna it and not you know, not too expensive. Yeah. Uh, important thing is when you get out of that sauna, get right in the shower or dry your body off immediately. Mm. You do not want to uh, sweat a whole bunch in the sauna and then let all that reabsorb all yes, that. So that back uh, into your body. Because yeah, you just yes. got all those toxins out. Yes. And if you don't have a sauna, you can also just work out to the point of sweating sometimes i've seen people put you know you put on a lot of clothes and then go run a little bit uh, and work up a good sweat but Mm -hmm. the point of detoxing your lymph your lymphatic system the way i understand it which we can put some links here is your white blood cells are the ones that go do a task um, go repair something go fight off something Mm -hmm. and then they they die once they've done their task and they stay in your lymph, lymph nodes, nodes right. until your lymph nodes drain. Mm-hmm. And the point of draining is you don't want a buildup of all these dead white blood cells. Right. So every time you sweat, you're releasing those. So mm-hmm. things like if you wear antiperspirant deodorant, it's actually working against you in the sense of it's stopping you from sweating, right. which you really want to sweat, and maybe then just wipe you know your armpit clean to get rid of all the toxins and bacteria because that's right. what smells. right and some people that don't sweat you might even use like a facial scrub mm. in your armpit to help unclog those pores oh that's a good point yeah because okay. then if you're someone who say, says like oh i hardly ever sweat that's kind of a, a symptom of you might need to do some more heavy lifting detoxing yes that might be where you might want to do some epsom salt baths or floating Mm. uh some colon hydrotherapy oh yeah wait okay before we go there okay okay. epsom salt baths you can do pretty easily on your own Mm -hmm. you can go to the store and get the really cheap big bag of epsom salts right you have sore muscles that's good for you maybe you get hurt or you're we okay this one i don't know what it means but i've read on the back of the bag it says um, that it's a laxative or a stimulant and i've not i've wondered do people Mm. as i've i've thought about it like as i'm sitting in the bathtub there are some times where i'm like oh gotta go and like (laughs) hop out and i was thinking is it a stimulant just as you're soaking in the tub? Because surely people aren't 
drinking or consuming Epsom salts. I don't know. We'll have to look that up. I know. We'll look it up. We'll link it below. Right. But anyways, Epsom salts definitely help if you have sore muscles, back pain, if you need to de-stress, and then the floating. Right. Wow. And I happen to just find this great place that's like a mile from my house. So lucky. This gal has two float tanks Mm -hmm. um, in a little spa in her home. And she has a great price. I float there once a week, and it's $100 a month. Wow. And it's an hour-long float. And I just, I've been doing it now for about a year and a half. That's amazing. And it kind of mimics something like the Dead Sea, where you can't help but float. About the size of, like, a queen-size bed, maybe, Yeah. would you say? Right. And it's full of maybe 10 inches of water. Uh, maybe a foot. Uh, maybe a foot. And there's 10,000 pounds of Epsom salts. That's hard in there. to even fathom. Right. And it's a little below body temperature. I think it's 93 to 94 degrees. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing it so long that I just relax immediately. And mm-hmm. within a couple of minutes, I, I'd say maybe five at the most, I fall asleep. Mm. And I wake up to this gentle music playing mm. and then get out and take a shower and um, well, you have to tell them, or can I tell them about yes. what it looks like, like the whole experience? Sure. Yes. I mean, I will say if you're claustrophobic or scared of the dark, this might not be your thing. Right. Then maybe just do it in the bathtub. This whole float thing, it looks like you're in outer space. It's like an orb. The, the door has this half sphere that's black. Mm-hmm. The tub itself is all white, so it looks like a spaceship. And then <laughs> you go inside, and it's, it is a little frightening, or at least I was scared the first time I did it. It's all black. And when you close the door, I mean, it is total darkness. And you can't help. You're so buoyant. You can't help but float. And so you kind of like blob in there. (laughs) And then you close the door. And within, for me... I, it took me a few minutes to talk myself out of being horrified that there was something in there with me or, you know, it's a little scary. And then you have the, it's similar to when you're falling asleep and you've got your to-do list or your just different things you're processing through. And after I got through that, so I don't know how long that was, maybe five or 10 minutes, I fell asleep as well. And I remember the woman who was working with us to do this, she told me it took like five minutes of playing the like quiet music for me to wake up. (laughs) And when Ryan did it, she goes, you know, he hasn't woken up yet. Can you go make sure he's okay? And apparently he had put in earplugs and yes. then your your head is kind of also under the water. So right. he just couldn't even hear it. Right. But they say a couple of things. So it's like getting, what, four? Three hours, to four hours of sleep. Just by floating. And if you think about it, the most comfortable bed has of all the pressure points of the bed and gravity in your body hitting that mattress. Floating you have no pressure points. So it's super relaxing on all your muscles. And then the Epsom salts are really good for your skin. And then also they pull out the toxins. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is funny. So uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was in a really deep sleep when the music went off. And my first thought was, um, years ago we had a water bed mm-hmm. and I thought I was oh. in my water bed and then oh. all of a sudden I felt that I was wet what? and I thought <laughs> I thought the water bed's leaking because <laughs> when you what? own a water bed that's one of the the terrifying oh fa- thoughts is that your your bed would spring a leak and, you know, and it all happened in such a flash of a second <laughs> But then it was like, oh, and then so I actually started to sit up because I was like, and then I, oh, I'm in in the float tank. (laughs) 
it's so funny, funny to yeah. think about that you guys had a waterbed. Yes. Like, yes. what a funny thing that that was a trend. Yes, so it, was. it was. Um, okay, so we talked about that. What else? And colon hydrotherapy. This is oh, a yeah. bit more aggressive. Yes. I will say different cultures, It's not. there's not as much of a stigma, and it's much more popular right. than in ours. But... Yeah, do you want to talk about this? Well, I mean, I, mean, I did it, and, yeah. you know, I was a colon hydrotherapist, and it's amazing the healing that we saw from people mm-hmm. of just getting huge levels of toxicity out of their body yeah, and major healing. So I um, kind of think of, you know, the balloon animals? Yeah. Okay, oh, right. so that, like, long, skinny balloon. Mm-hmm. If you think of your bowel tract as being at, you know, the diameter of maybe on the normal daily maybe it's only like an inch or something in diameter Mm -hmm. I think of like okay if you imagine over years you have like this buildup of Mm -hmm. gunk you know food toxins whatever on the interior walls of that what colon hydrotherapy does is not only washing that out but the act of expanding your intestinal tract to a wider diameter it's almost like it loosens all of that interior wall and then clears it out and i i've done it and like the feeling of clean feels really good like really really good and there's another method of doing this the coffee enemas yeah and you did hear that right what what was the starbucks joke about that oh oh wait wait it was called starbucks like (laughs) Um, entrance oh. in the rear. Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you heard us right. Coffee enemas. Right. Um, it's been done for centuries and it sounds terrifying, but the... It helps your liver to purge. It's, yeah. yeah. It stimulates something in your liver that actually releases toxins. It causes... Uh, the enzymes in the coffee cause a purge of your liver. Right. And we'll, we'll link some info below if you're interested. Visuals really help me understand complex concepts so with the liver I think of when you go to the dryer and you are cleaning out the dryer filter and there's all that lint I think of like our kidneys and our liver as that filter in our body and if you think of your liver as this kind of like giant sponge collecting all of those toxins and filtering them how do you wring out that sponge like what can you do to purge all of that and part of it is like the coffee enema Mm -hmm. and the other thing that I do that helps is like liver pumping Mm -hmm. and you showed me this if you're laying on your back so under your right rib cage kind of it's kind of like below it and then tucked up a little bit right Mm -hmm. below those ribs so if you kind of move your hand from your side towards the direction of your belly button along your lower ribs there and do it you know for like 30 seconds to a minute um, and then kind of continue with your hand going if you're laying down looking at your tummy you move in a clockwise Mm -hmm. rotation and it'll help you might hear some like gurgling and that's the sign of that purging starting to happen there's some foods that really help with that Uh, beets cilantro Mm. were both good Mm -hmm. and we just the other day we were at um out at huntington beach oh yeah yeah yeah, when we were there with my brother Mm -hmm. and at one of the shops i got uh, a beet juice and boy 
it wasn't too long later in the day. You remember me holding my side? Yeah. And it was like, wow, what is that pain? Mm. And I realized later, whoa, that beat, beets were hitting my liver. Wow. That needed to purge. And so I've, every day since then, I've had some beets in my diet. We yeah. made a really good beet salad the other day. And, yeah. and note, if you have beets, everything you're going to be excreting yes. <laughs> that day is going to be Both beet liquid, red. liquid and solid. Yeah, so yes. don't be scared, right. but that, that does right. happen. Right. Or if you take charcoal, oh. that also is a little yeah, alarming yeah. when you look in the toilet. It's like, yeah. what, did, what is happening to me? Yes. But, um, okay, so a few other things um, that we can and, talk about. You know, charcoal, let's talk about that. Everybody should have... Um, some coconut activated charcoal in their mm-hmm. house for uh, like emergencies. If mm-hmm. you eat something that is poisonous or you get upset to your stomach, mm-hmm. um, it can absorb it. It absorbs mm-hmm. like many, many, many more times its weight and toxic mm-hmm. uh, material, whatever, and then it help you pass it through. And even so. if you have like heartburn or you burp a lot or you have a lot of gas, that tends to help as well. I mean, there might be other reasons why you're doing that, but right. I've found that that when I would do help. colon hydrotherapy, we always had people take four um, charcoal tablets mm-hmm. right after the mm-hmm. therapy. To continue that, like right, continue the detoxing. Detox, yes, and that's something that you could do like on the daily. Right. Though we're not doctors, so no, we're not. Not at all. <laughs> Listen to that disclaimer in the beginning of this. Yes. But um, another thing, so there are, like, you can go to a massage therapist and get a lymphatic drainage massage. It's a very specific kind of massage. Mm -hmm. And they also do, even if you did, like, a deep tissue massage, um, a good thing after one of those is to drink a ton of water. Yes. um, Because when when you're getting deep tissue work, all the toxins kind of rest in your muscles and your tissues and as they are worked on it releases those all throughout your body and so you want to make sure you flush those out you know one thing i thought of is um the cells in our body are fat cells Mm -hmm. is where the toxins really just Mm -hmm. like live right Mm -hmm. and they get big and puffy and Mm -hmm. full of stuff and as we sweat it releases mm. that stuff. And as we uh, are in a sauna, that's why saunas are really good for people that are losing weight mm-hmm. because it helps those fat cells release the toxins mm. and they flatten and get smaller. Ah. So if you're losing weight and maybe you're not losing enough inches, get in yeah. the sauna a couple times a week, you know, every day if you can. But if you can't, just do it as often as you can. And drink a ton of water. Yeah, good water. And you may notice one day the like whoosh effect. Yes. Of like basically all of those cells that were inflamed. Right. That they all just like flatten. Right. And yeah. Um, yes. So water fasting. I found this to be really interesting. I've done it before, not super long. My husband and I did it one weekend several years ago. And I think we made it like a full day. We're trying to do both days and we weren't successful but with what we did do I think was helpful the point of water fasting is if you think of our bodies expend the most energy when they're digesting food so as you eat food all of your cells they're all busy you know digesting processing 
uh, repairing. They're all busy doing all of that. So it's like a big energy expense. A lot of times, like if you eat food, you may notice if you eat processed food um, or, you know, fried chicken or, you know, a freezer dinner, you may get super tired right afterwards and want to go take a nap or go lay down and watch TV. That's because your body is really, really having to work super hard to digest it. So the point of water fasting is that instead of all of your cells working to digest food, all of your cells are instead energized by the water and going to repair and rebuild tissues in your body. So a lot of people who have really severe ailments, whether on their skin or autoimmune, or even just the cold or a flu or different things, incorporating that once a month, or even intermittent fasting. <coughs> right, there's, give, and there's yeah. a lot of information about intermittent fasting yeah. right now. A lot of people are talking about mm-hmm. the great health benefits from that. And we were just with a friend yesterday, yeah. and she was uh, mentioned this was her one meal of the day, and she's got a, a chronic pain uh, issue yeah. throughout her body. And just eating one meal a day has made a huge difference in her ability to cope with the pain. Isn't that amazing? It is, yeah. Yeah. Oh, let me add one little PS at the end, because we didn't talk too much about emotional detoxing, but we often talk about that, and we use the word flush it. Yeah. I think Mm -hmm. we've talked about that before, but there's there's often that that you've got to get rid of stuff that's keeping you toxic, in your heart yeah whether it's like bitterness or i've had different times different means of catharsis are freeing so whether it's like doing a really aggressive workout punching a pillow or a punching bag and getting that energy out and that feeling for you know towards whatever relationship or situation or there's other things like sometimes I've uh, written something down and torn it up or you know just to kind of have that like physical embodiment of this thing is no longer going to exist in my heart in a way that's going to be toxic so letting go a balloon Mm -hmm. watching it fly away burning it ripping it up do the emotional release Right, you have somebody in your life that is toxic. Yeah, putting their name on a piece of paper, tying it to a balloon, and let it go. (laughs) Yeah. And no matter how hard you try, you can't get that back. Yeah. Just let let them go, let Mm. it go. Thanks for tuning in. In summary... Number one, hydration is key. Drink lots of good, clean water. Number two, nothing tastes as good as healthy feels. Fuel your body with nutrient-dense, whole, organic foods whenever possible. And if you find that you need more intense types of detoxing, investigate the different kinds that we talked about with lymphatic and digestive detoxing. Third, tune into your emotional health and just check in with yourself. Is there someone you need to forgive? Is there something that's weighing you down? Find a way to release it. Dance it out, laugh, enjoy some time with your loved ones. And as always, please email us your questions because we love responding to them at idkaskmymom.com. K 
kt at gmail.com. Have a great day.